This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Good evening, all around the country. This is Love Sport Radio from London. How are you? <laughs> I hope your this Friday's... is London calling. This hope... is London calling. I hope your Friday's been all right. good. It is. Right. Uh, it's been a bit gloomy. It's been a bit grey. Chelsea. And that is the voice of Mr. J.K. Jonathan. The many Kidd. voices Kido, of Jonathan Kido, Kidd. Kido, Kido. I like your tash. Thank you very much. I've grown it in a week. You look. You God. Genuinely. The days when I was little, it took months and months to try and grow anything. Gen- now it just goes. <laughs> You look very distinguished. Thank you. But also, look, it's unbelievably black. He's going it? for the Terry Thomas look, I Absol- believe. Yeah, I am, actually. Absolutely oh. sharp. Gap in the teeth. <laughs> you, know. you can borrow my flat cap, JK. It'll round it off perfectly. Oh, I've got my own, actually. Thank Have you. you? Oh, yeah, no, I'm, yeah. so, but mine is a high quality. So is mine. Mine's a Paul Smith. 
Is it? I shouldn't advertise. Mine's, My, a, mine's a Paul. Beep. So yours is a bit of a kind of a, a fashiony, trendy one, whereas mine is an authentic country. Yeah, yours cap. is a real one. Is yeah. is is one of them yeah. that's going to yeah. speak? Mine, whichever no. way mine you is, swing mine this, mine is plastic. Whichever way we swing this, mine is going to be better. Yeah, you of know course that, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> I remember. By the way, I did a ten years ago. Somebody said to me, oh, "You should kept your." I'm at the game the other day. You sure you should kept your vlog going? I used to do a video blog. Uh, of, you were the, You of, could have been the first Alex Goldberg. I could have been the. I could have been the first. He owes it all to you. I got fed up because. I was constantly called a plastic fan <gasps> by Chelsea fans. Really? So just Why? Write in and you say, did a vlog. Because I was too posh. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what they said. You're not real. You're not a real yeah. fan. You just jumped on the bandwagon. And, and then, yeah. then somebody defended me and said, his hat, which has got his Chelsea Rangers, because I'm wearing it, yeah. is an authentic one. He said, yeah, I just bought it from someone. Yeah. There's always an answer I couldn't get. Yeah. I gave up. I got okay. so abused. Yeah. By Chelsea fans. Not, right. only, not only opposition. Inverted snobbery. Yeah, yeah. Indeed because it is. I'm too posh. So right. from now on, I've got to speak like that. All right, then. An absolute shy. Yeah, an absolute shy. It doesn't work, does it? It's a cockney. Absolute um, shy. Good evening, Chich. Hello, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah. Good to see you, how good to yeah, see you. All good. I know you've had your issues with an aff- aforementioned energy supply today, but we're not no. going to be discussing They have drained me. They have. They've drained me, but I'm all right. I've got another two hours energy left in me. I good promise. man. Good man. Plenty yeah, on the way this your evening. Your own personal... Um um, Supply. One personal, uh, what you call I've got it? a little man who runs on a wheel outside that's the exactly studio, it, like and that a, gives me uh, the energy I need. Like a little hamster. It is. Yeah, yeah that's right. Sweet. Um, yeah, we're going to be looking back at Chelsea versus Fulham, Wolves versus Chelsea, um, and looking ahead to the game against Manchester City. We've got a quiz coming up, which I'm really looking forward to. Can I just shout out... Um, Another what, quiz? Yeah, baby. Oh! I, I can't do you remember who it is who, who pulled up Gail Kakuta uh, last week. Sid? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair yeah. play. Yeah. Fair play. I was Very sitting good. there one night. I, yeah. I picked up the tweet yeah. and I said, Do you know what? I clap my hands, shall take my cap off to you, mate, because that's a good shout. I'd even forgotten about that. Yeah. Mm. You lot have even forgotten about no, that. No, I completely forgot about that. There were a few others that. Ca- well, this Chad is why I like you, Chad put you in your place. Oh, well, Chad didn't would, he? Wouldn't oh Chelsea Chatter, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. Chad Phenomenal. Would. I loved it. There were I mean, he had about eight. Yeah, six more he got with I know. You know, but yeah. they're all like pre war. And also, he, 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 he annulled some because he said, ah, oh, that was during the war. They, they were, were loans only. Yeah, they were loans. Yeah. Chad's such a tart, tart. He's a teacher, you see. I think it brought out the true teacher in him. Yeah, but I loved it. I loved it. I put only from the. The genius. That I, is Chad. I do remember that in the days when we used to have Chad, because we used to have Chad on the on the on the fan cast when we had it on TV, and he used to wear these very awful kind of Blue Peter type jumpers. Remember the awful jumps he used to wear, as if he was on Open University. Yeah, and then and <laughs> and he used to do the stats. He used to do the stats, Aaron. All right, and we had this little trailer for him, didn't we? Little Sting, which you I think it was I think it was me who did the voice, didn't I? Did it in the kind of yes, you, you know, did. Warner Pathé style. You did, and so he had his own little Sting, and he would come in with some stats every week. And quite often, I would say, "No, that's not right," and he would almost like kind of like <laughs> everything would fall off him. It was he, he would sort of foaming at the mouth, wouldn't he? Poor Chad. Yes, we do love him. Of course, we had him on the phone the other week. Yeah, we did indeed. We did indeed. Do you know what the quiz is this week? Uh, do you want to reveal we, it? Yeah, man. Do you know what? It's completely unoriginal, for which I, I had two. Yeah. Okay. I thought I could do the one that we normally do, but for City and Chelsea this week, well, as opposed to Fulham and Chelsea, as it was last week, or I could do this other one. And I realised that the other one was so long that it wouldn't work. I've so, got to fire up my engine for this okay, one. Okay. Well, it's the same question as we asked last week. Who has played for both men's... <laughs> Listen. 
It's who has played for both Chelsea and Man City. Oh. All right. So all they have to do is they need to either tweet at Chelsea Fancast or at Love Sport Radio on your Twitter. Which they can phone us up if they want. Yeah, I'd like they that. can tell us. Phone us. Yeah. yeah. Or but if you tweet it, I'll keep an eye on the tweets, and at the end of the show, we'll reveal it. There are eleven that I have found. I bet my challenge to you lot, the listener, yeah. is find more than eleven. Yeah, yeah and, so uh, and Chad will come up with 17. Uh, it's at least. Yeah. You know, that, from one year, probably. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so plenty on the way this evening. There's football in the Championship as well. West Brom taking on Aston Villa in a bit of a Midlands derby. We'll be keeping our eyes on that. Can we speak to Lean Toomey uh, in a bit about the uh, the Sari press conference? Let's have your uh, let's have 60 seconds each from both of you on a week in in, in Chelsea. Chidge, you want to go first? Blimey, uh, a bit meh. I think would be my very short answer. I mean, Fulham really wasn't an impressive victory at all. The nice thing about that was Loftus-Cheek coming on and scoring. That was the highlight for that. And uh, the Wolves game was just bizarre. Jonathan was saying before we came on air that they were they were good in the first half, and then the minute the Wolves scored, they fell apart. And I wasn't there, but a lot of mates that I, I, I know that were there have told me that, that it was like a balloon being popped. That's how they explained it when that first goal went in. So, not good. Not good. Can well, I, 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 I did say that to Chidge, but um, uh, I was at a carol service, so I didn't go to the game, even though I had a ticket, and I was reading uh, uh, Christmas Carol. I was playing, doing Scrooge and uh, for, for this carol service, and I missed the game, and I thought, I'm going to keep... what keep not, Nobody going to tell me anything, and I'll watch it live. On, I'll watch it live. I'll watch the live version, the recorded version, at midnight on Chelsea TV, and some bloke came up to me and did that usual thing of saying, oh, I see you boys lost 2-1, yeah. and I went... <laughs> it's the likely oh, lad. It's that, it's it that, that likely lad. Oh, you know, God. That's so, probably one of the but, funniest ever... Sitcom episode and, and, and they one, didn't even it? have recordings. No, then, they, they didn't. They, they, did. they didn't. That was so, but but so consequently, I watched the game really forensically. And uh, he does this every week. Yeah, and and I have a slightly different view of. Uh, well, that's of good because I didn't see it at all, apart from the half-hour stuff you got on Sky. Oh, on Sky, later. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I saw all of it. I forgot it about very Chelsea interesting. TV. Very interesting. Yeah. What what I'd imagine is is you um, you sort of uh, presenting it. To, to the family the next morning with you know you know the old Andy Gray style computer just go watch this yeah, watch no, this I'd, drawing all over I'd it. love to were it not for the fact that they would have left the room immediately because neither of them like football except hey. my daughter my nine year old daughter has to play football next term and I said yes yes great you'll be good and she said I don't want to play and ran away oh dear yeah. a bit like Chelsea's players did second half <laughs> yeah, no, yeah no not quite so Chidge I'd well, still like to come in with a different angle anyway you yeah, we, we are, we're going to take a short pause yeah. it is the Chelsea fan cast this is Love Sport Radio. Up next, we'll be speaking to Liam Toomey. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with your Chelsea fan cast. Time to cross over and talk to our man at the press conference today. His name is Liam Toomey. He's ESPN's Chelsea correspondent. And Liam, I've got to open this up in our traditional way and ask you, what was Sarri's vibe today? Uh, he's pretty laid back, I think. Um, he's he's not, not bristling too much uh, at anything, although clearly he's been annoyed with recent results and more really Chelsea's performances in those in those games losing control of the game against Wolves in the manner that they did in in the second half 
Um, and he he very firmly believed that the warning signs were there even before the Tottenham game, you know, saying that they weren't starting games with the intensity required. And uh, and so I think he's, you know, he's determined to try and get things get things right against City, but he's also aware that they've got almost no margin for error against you know, what most people believe is, is the best team in, in Premier League history. Liam, Chidge here. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm not bad. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Um, I, I didn't catch it live, so I've only kind of really read... I've seen a few clips of it on Sky, but there's a sense to me that uh, he's kind of, you know, raised the white flag with City coming along. Uh, there's a pointed question. I really hope you asked it, actually, which was along the lines of, how do we beat City? And he says, well, I've never beaten uh, Guardiola, so I don't know. <laughs> which may be very honest, but doesn't exactly instill us with a lot of confidence. So has he raised the white flag a bit today, or am I being a bit naughty? I uh, don't know if it was raising the white flag as such. I think it was, you know, he's been laying the groundwork for this kind of... Um, for this kind of attitude all season. He's been playing down Chelsea's title title hopes, especially in relation to City, all year long. Um, saying that, Sorry, there's a siren going on. Um, saying that Chelsea aren't, aren't ready to make up this 30-point gap that he keeps referring to, which is from last season. You know, it, he doesn't seem to uh, want to acknowledge that both teams started from zero this year. Is that because but, you um, think he's seen something in training? Do you think he thinks that some of them aren't up to it, or he hasn't got the squad that's up to it? I think he just knows that, you know, Guardiola also referred to this today in his press conference, that what they're trying to do is more than just building a winning team on the pitch. They're trying to build a team that has a certain style and a certain identity. Yeah. And that takes, that takes longer. You know, it took yeah. Guardiola a season and he had all the resources in the world at his disposal and Sarri doesn't have that. And he wasn't as nice um, as Sarri, was he? As he was uh, very tetchy all the time, wasn't he, Guardiola? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Guardiola, I think, found that whole season a very frustrating experience. And I think, you know, those times are slowly coming for Sarri as well. Um, and, and we've seen a bit of that. He, he I can... I can assure you, you know, having seen him at, at close quarters after games, that he's a competitive animal, and he he does get annoyed when when Chelsea lose, particularly when they don't play in the way that he wants them to play. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's a tricky one. He's not raising the right white flag because he did say in a one-off game anything can happen, yeah, but which is true. He's also trying to be realistic yeah. about where Chelsea are. And, and that, to be fair to him, that's been his stance all season, as we know. Um, there were there were talks. That, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the the loss to Wolves was was picked up on, and he talked about uh, blackouts and mentality, and you know, the uh, lack of leadership, which I think stuff that we've been talking about for a while. What does he mean by blackouts, Liam? Yeah, that was a really interesting term for him to use. Um, it, you always have to kind of decode what Sarri says, particularly because He's you have to fine. bear in mind it's his second language and, and, and he's still expanding his his use of English. Um, but uh, I took it to mean just moments where they they abandon the way he wants them to play and they, yeah. they just sort of panic. They go into 10, 15-minute spells where they're not really doing anything and there isn't really a plan and everyone is... You know, he referred today to 11 different players uh, reacting in 11 different ways and uh, I think that's what he's talking about. He's talking about individual reactions rather than 
explained to a team concept. Uh, I wonder if he's uh, also talking about um, Christensen gave the ball away just before the goal where William was was throated um, uh, and uh, he did it just by not looking and passing the ball straight to where somebody should have been. And I wonder whether he means it's that sudden instant lack of concentration that, uh, as well as it being a, a general thing for all of them. Um, yeah, well, I think, I think he wants it to be a combination of those, those automatic passing angles that they, that they rehearsed in pre-season, or they rehearsed as much as they could in pre-season. He didn't get much time with some players. Um, and, you know, the confidence and the ability to, to improvise within that, depending on how the game going and, and what the players are on the pitch. You know, he wants his players to feel free to to improvise a little bit, but he doesn't want them panicking and, and freestyling and, and basically leaving leaving behind the, the structure that he's worked worked so hard to set up. So that's what I took mm. the, the blackout comment to to me. Just the ten, fifteen minute spell of a bit of self self uh, self-inflicted anarchy, and if they have a spell <laughs> like that against City, I mean, things could get very, very ugly. Yeah, he, he might, a few beatings might be in order. Uh, Leon, then another area that was covered was the, you know, the issue about Alonso and Emerson, and I know a lot of people were surprised that Alonso got a start against Wolves. Uh, he had a very poor game against Fulham, as we know. There was also talk that he was suffering from a bit of a back injury, uh, and yet he played him. And, and of course, Emerson wasn't even on the bench for Fulham. So, did we, did we get any sense uh, about that? I mean, is Emerson an, an option for Sarri? Is he available? Why didn't he pick him? Well, I did. Uh, I was the one who asked about Alonso, and I did make sure to follow it up with... With the I knew I'd get one in the end, because, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> because I because I wanted to make sure I, I wanted to try and get something on the record about Emerson because it has been a little bit strange this yeah. time. I was really surprised that Alonso played against Wolves, given what Sarri had said about him carrying a slight injury, mm. and, and and given that he's I think he's one of five players Alonso that's played every single Premier League game. Um, now Sarri was keen to point out today that. Alonso hasn't actually played a ton of football because he, he wasn't involved for Spain uh, in the last international break. So he did get he did get a fairly lengthy rest then. But you know, the, for one reason or another, his last two performances haven't been haven't been great. And uh, I think a lot of Chelsea fans are wondering why Emerson doesn't get more of a chance. I think he's not on the bench because Sarri sees as Pilaqueta as someone who can play right back and left back. So it means that if Emerson's not in the starting eleven, he's just not in the squad at all. But then he plays uh, Zappa Costa, doesn't he? Who I haven't got a great deal of faith in. Well, yeah, he seems to he seems to rate Zappa Costa slightly higher. Maybe uh, I'm, Italian, I'm not quite probably. sure why we haven't asked him. Well, maybe um, it's because he's Italian. Somebody should yeah, ask him yeah. that. That 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 could be that could be. I mean, the point he made with Alonso today is that his height is quite valuable, and mm. and he was speaking particularly in reference to set pieces. Not not Alonso taking set pieces, mm, but yeah, more I suspect with Chelsea defending set pieces because they are a pretty short team aside from the centre backs. Yeah, you know, you've got you've got Morata, who I think aside from his first few first couple of months in English football hasn't been the most imposing in the air. You could also play Giroud, but the the midfield is all very small. The wingers are small, so that is something to consider. I know it's not the most. Uh, it doesn't fit with the. It doesn't fit entirely with the more elegant view of the game that Sarri has, but set pieces are a part of football that you have to account for. 
And Alonso Alonso's height was also quite useful to Conte when he was at Chelsea because what he would often do is when other teams tried to press Chelsea high, um, Courtois was under instructions to just chip the ball out to the left flank and Alonso would beat pretty much every, any winger um, in the air to, to get Chelsea back yes. in a more favourable position. Yes, so that was always a ploy, wasn't I it? Yeah. Fans, I don't think all Chelsea fans are entirely happy with with Sarri's view on that, but mm. I think Alonso's performance tomorrow will... Will, will tell us a lot about how, how it might well, develop. Liam, talking of tomorrow, uh, quite quickly, because we've got to shoot off for a break in a sec, but uh, do you think we've got a, a chance against City tomorrow? Not really, no. <laughs> um, we're talking about a team in City that are averaging three goals a game in the Premier League, and, and even though they're without De Bruyne and Aguero, it's it's the machine that's so frightening that rather than the cogs. So I think Chelsea are really up against it. Um if they come away with a point, it will feel like a massive victory. Mm. But I, I do think we'll probably see a City win. And, and it, um, he'll, he'll I, pick, sorry, Liam, he'll pick the same team as he did last uh, last Sunday. You think? I would imagine so. Pretty mm. close to it. I think Giroud will start uh, up front, and um, I, I, I would expect to see Pedro and Giroud in that front line. Mm. Alongside has a Kovacic in midfield to try and keep the ball. Although I expect Chelsea to fail on that front. Mm. Um, and then the back four will be the back four as it's been this season. There Brilliant stuff. Thank Blue you so me. much. Thank, Blue, you, Liam. Uh, thank you so much, Liam, for getting in touch with us and uh, having a chat with us this evening. Go and get yourself indoors because it sounds very, it's very blustery. Very windy out there. Very blustery. Very windy. Uh, wherever you are. Liam, to me there with us. Sounds like just by the river. Love Sport, 558 AM. <laughs> Yeah, this is the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport Radio on your Friday night. There's only one way to warm up for the weekend, isn't it? That is by uh, by listening to Kiddo. I was thinking going to bed with a big hot water bottle, actually. Yeah. Maybe a very large scotch. Or, or putting hot coals down your underwear. <laughs> 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 is that what you used to have to do? No, he gets somebody to do that for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll have, the, uh, we'll have the, uh, the hospitality diaries a little bit later on. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about um, Wolves uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Chelsea first and foremost we had a little debate during the break as to whether they played at Molyneux or the Molyneux the Moulinex I, the Moulinex I, I'm sure they either make food processors or tomatoes what, right. tin tomatoes one of the two but um, yeah Chelsea uh, Chelsea stumbling to defeat to defeat well midweek. my theory uh, is that uh, uh, he will not be thrown out like uh, uh, Scolari was. He's not doing a Scolari, and I think, um, having watched it forensically, as I said, um, if Hazard had put away any any of the first four chances that he has in the head in the first seven minutes, that would have been the game ended. And Hazard has to do that, and Hazard isn't doing that. He's shooting weakly and weedily, or emphatically and it going over the bar and he's just not hitting the target properly and um, yeah, they're, they're not that they're dependent on him he is the star player and he should be scoring if he gets into a position where he can hit, um, he can hit the target he should hit, he should he should be putting it away he's that good and 
um, for 55 minutes. They were completely all over them. And I think that Sarri's system still works. Some of them aren't great at it. I think the major problem is this falling apart business that they did after the two goals. Well, I don't think it's as much falling apart. I think what happened, of course, was that that, that inspired by the Wolves uh, crowd and also by some slightly dubious refereeing and the fact that, that Wolves are suddenly two goals for the better and they are doing their best to try and keep that that fact that they haven't won for six games um uh, they uh, it's it's difficult to come back from that and and once again if you're center forward are both center forwards aren't scoring or looking as if they're going to score and your best player isn't scoring where are the goals going to come from well obviously loftus cheek you hope um newly discovered saviour um william appears to be you know i'm normally a great fan of william but he is slightly missing he has apart from a great free kick that he took and he almost scored from uh, and i don't quite understand why his energy isn't there because he can be a complete match winner but he's not the disaster that twitter would have us believe and neither are the rest of the team a disaster um uh, because there they are just uh, I'm, I'm not convinced that Christensen is a better player than Louise um, Dave is having not one of the best seasons but he's still a, a, a terrific player um, in fact we were talking about it before, the, before we came on air but both Louise and uh, Dave have just been given contracts so perhaps they are waiting for uh, for, uh, for, for um, well, sorry to be sacked the, the before stats, they come in the stats were, were very interesting um, Wolves having six shots two on target compared to Chelsea 17 Indeed, indeed, that's my point. And three. And, and the my possession. Point. The possession, unbelievable. Chelsea, play, this Sarismo, Sarri ball, as it's, as it's supposedly called, um, is it works. He's just, it, I'm not convinced they can all play it properly. His big thing, as he said in the press conference, as Liam Toomey said, is they lose concentration with it. They don't quite do the pressing. And you can see it. And I've watched them and think, they've now lost this, but they're not, they're not performing as they're supposed to. Yet, till, they, till Wolves scored... They were just completely in control of the game. So to dismiss this way that he plays as being never working and needs a plan B, he doesn't need a plan B. They just need to be absolutely working better on the plan A. And I'll keep repeating this. If you look at Napoli as the example of what Sarri achieved, they are terrific. And if it means he has to get different players come Christmas, I hope the board back him because I think he's he's absolutely got what will ultimately, it'll be a great team. And... Um, uh, but it may not be that team necessarily. It may have other players with it. But uh, it's the same season, the, the same thing that Guardiola had in his first season, which it, it's got to make it work. And they obviously don't have the ability to attract the same players as Man City because they don't have a, you know, not funded by a country. But nonetheless, if he can turn some of the players into his players, he's having a jolly good go at it. If some of them don't ever achieve that, then they they have to be binned. I'm sorry, that's the way it is. But at the moment, to me, if you're playing with with uh, two strikers who don't score. And, and don't look as if they're going to score. Well, that's that's and your best player not scoring. He hasn't scored for ten games as he has it. That's where the major problem is. And the two goals they scored. One initially was a mistake by Christensen, who didn't look up and just passed the ball. And then William was was short arm jabbed in the throat, and the referee Moss didn't give it. Um, and apparently they're talking about Maratta should have been a penalty. I didn't think it should have been a penalty. I think Maratta should have scored. I can't believe that he missed that tap-in. Um, and the, the second goal, uh, Rudiger went to sleep, uh, allowing the, 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 the guy to, to score at the far post. Um, and, uh, and also, what's his face? Uh, Kepa shouldn't let the ball under his body. But apart from that, I... Uh, apart from that, I, you were really happy. I, I was happy. No, no. <laughs> no, but I also thought that the dark arts that were then applied after they went 2-1 up, yeah, which is, you know, you know as you would not? expect. Why not? I 
know, us, I know, yeah. but everybody said, well, then we didn't have any character and we didn't know what to do. No, it's really difficult when the referee is slightly influenced well, by the Moss, crowd. John Moss, who is the worst referee he, in the Premier League. Uh, the, he's, certainly the fattest. Yeah, yeah indeed he is. He's the, he's the unfittest. And uh, the, the, Even if he was the drummer for Culture Club, there's no excuse for letting yourself get out of shape like that, did, John. Didn't he go out with, um, Boy with Boy George? Allegedly. Allegedly. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the referee, John Moss. Did you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no, not him. Did you know, and not a lot of people know this, yeah. that John Moss was actually, I think, I either auditioned for The Clash, or he might have been The Clash drummer for a very, very short period. Blimey. There you go. Knowledge. God, it doesn't matter to you. You can be a, punk, a point, punk icon at this point, or a... I, at this point, I would like to say, yeah. rest in peace, Pete Shelley. Of, yeah, of, of, of Cox, yeah, yeah, Who sadly yeah. died last night. Have, you ever, have, have you ever fallen in love with someone you shouldn't have All fallen time, in love mate. with? It's an occupational yeah. hazard for me. Yeah. It's an occupational hazard, JK. Yeah, 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 yeah. not me. Being a Z-list celebrity yeah, and all. Yeah, you know. yeah. Aren't you minus Z? Uh, don't tell everybody that. Oh, sorry. I was I was hoping I'd be promoted to Z, the full Z, the full you know. Z is dead, baby. We could go like this for hours, couldn't we? We could not talk we about could, football. Baby, we could just come out talk about football. Where we were we? Talk before about I rudely well, I was about to say that. Um, so I don't have a complete down on all the players right. and and the club. Okay, and I think we're still uh, on track. I mean, I, I feel at a slight disadvantage because, you know, it wasn't on the telly. I wasn't at Wolves uh, on Wednesday night, yada, 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 yada. So I've not seen... I've only seen the highlights. And I, you know, Do you not have Chelsea TV? Well, I, I forget that it's on. Oh, it's I, always on at midnight. I know, I'm a bit of a plum, and I kind of went oh. to bed and didn't... I, I actually, do you know what? The, do you know what the stupid thing was? I actually stayed up to half past 12 to watch the 30-minute highlights on Sky. Yes. And I could have gone upstairs and watched it on Chelsea. I know, what an idiot. Anyway, note to self. I yeah. mare. <coughs> I've had a bit of a mare, but the, the impression... Look, I, I go a lot... I mean, there's a lot of people we know at Chelsea, and a, and a lot of them are not the kind of burks you get on, on Twitter just melting down. Yeah, yeah. They, they, these people have been around a long time yeah, and yeah. seen it all. But the... I mean, I was talking to a mate of mine who was there last night, and, and he said pretty much what you said. We were all right for the first half. Uh, we, you know, had 17 attempts on goal, and we, you know... We, we didn't you know we only score once so we know that there's a problem up front uh but he said that when we uh you know when when wolf scored we were like a balloon that had been popped he said they yeah, just were yeah. so deflated and they kind of fell apart a bit so these are people that were there so they get a very different view than you get yeah on the i didn't quite so. get that i just thought that wolves just you know use the dark arts as they normally do in this situation you dent in the premier league go behind mm. uh, to a team at home who will then fall over kick the ball out a lot kick it up the yeah. pitch and you have and your and your main strikers can't score and that to me is the main thing but i think there is uh, an issue here i've got to be honest because i mean can we can we do this after the break of you, course if you need to break now but because i think we might get into something which we can't stop so maybe we let's do let's that let's, do that. let's, let's, do let's, that. let's all have it. let's all have a breather criticism you know you and paddy could have chosen orgasm addicts that would have been quite fun are you allowed to say that on the radio oh, i think that's nothing wrong with that organism addict yes 
There is another or, one. Or, which is, or Glum. Which begins with O, and we can't really say the second part. What a band they were. What a band they were. <laughs> uh, very, very quickly, got a couple of tweets in. Uh, Clayton. Clearton Beerman. I don't who's that? Never never heard of him. At Goalie fifty nine said Oh Clearton Beerman yeah. said absolute sharp. Absolute <laughs> he doesn't agree at all. He said we all fell apart and it was appalling, he said. Um very quickly, Nick Gussett, who's on the Palace fan show, you know Nick Gussett. I do, yeah. He said can we borrow Ruben back, please? Hashtag CPFC. No, he's actually <laughs> looking quite good for us, Nick. Yes. So no. He's one of hands the better off. players at the moment. Off, I don't mate. know why hands I off. spoke in that kind of Yorkshire accent. Because they're all yeah. from uh, yeah. Palace fans. Most Palace fans are from Yorkshire. Did you hear about their training ground no just just a bit of goss you know because we like to yeah. have a bit of a yeah. bit of yeah. A, yeah. A, a bt you know yeah anyway yeah. um yeah. they've yeah. got a zero yeah. hygiene right now their yeah. training ground with oh. evidence of a mice infestation <gasps> oh i did hear about oh. that yeah, yeah. I did. do they I did. do they do they train in an old cricket pavilion then is that what i don't understand a beckham copers cope lane oh that would be it then yes it's 1902 <laughs> i played there <laughs> Uh, anyway, I was gonna. What was I going to talk about? Uh, well, I, I don't know. We, we've got a call. We, okay, that's saved me then. Let's talk to Daniel in, uh, in in San Diego. All oh, right, brilliant. How are you, Daniel? Oh, I'm all right, chaps. Yourselves? Yeah, not bad. Lovely to hear bad. from you, Daniel. Lovely to hear from you. How's San Diego? Classy. Well, it's back to be. It's back to being nice and well, apart from classy, but it's back to being nice and sunny versus the. Two days of downpour we had the last couple of days. Oh, we've got downpour now all the time. It's miserable. It's yeah. cold, yeah. windy. That's why you. That, that's why. You, that's why you live there. Mm, no, no. I'd, no. I'd, I'd go to California in a shop, mate. I no, tell you. no. We live. And I love we, San Diego. Live here for other reasons. Actually, Dan, we've never asked you this. We might have done. I don't know. If I have, I, I apologise. But do you drink in the Shakespeare for games or Phileas Foggs in San Diego? So I will go to the Shakespeare. Um, it's a tough one in the mornings because a lot of the time I either have to go to work or I just can't handle watching us, you know, screw, screw it up and then have to be drunk all day. So the Shakespeare and then there's another place which isn't bad, um, but it's a Liverpool haunt, which is the Princess Pub in Little Italy. Although I got into it with the bloke who owns that one when we because it's a Liverpool pub and when we were hammering them in the Champions League, he asked me to leave at half time when I think we were up 4-0. <laughs> nice one um I, yeah because I, I went i visited uh i was in i was filming in in california and i went down to san diego and uh i watched a game with the boys and girls i think we played birmingham in the couple so actually it might be in the league but anyway we played birmingham and i watched it in phileas fogs with a load of uh, san diego blues I had a great time they were they were brilliant absolutely brilliant yeah the shakespeare really is uh, mm. chelsea fc yeah. HQ these days. Well, Phileas Foggs is not yeah. really in San Diego. It's near Carlsbad, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it's a bit further afield, as it were. And like I said, it's just rough to drink that early in the morning. I didn't have any trouble at all. But there you go. Clearly, practice. So, Dan, we got you on the phone. What do you want to know? What do you got to say? You know, I mean, and I heard the, uh, you know, the the press chap. Oh, I, I'm having a blonde moment right now. Liam, I remember his name from the press conference from Liam earlier. Yeah, there we go. And what, I, I can't understand it. Why won't he play Emerson? It doesn't make any sense. Alonso and Seth were really they were the ones to blame for me on on Wednesday night. And I I did watch it all. The benefit of living in a country where you can get everything on TV. And it, they were atrocious. And I mean, I've been on before Alonso and, and Fabregas numerous times. Oh, yeah. Right. 
Very, very much so. I mean, he he was an absolute criminal for giving the ball away. Not to mention, just he seems to get slower and slower every day. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I, the understanding from what Liam told us uh, on on the presser is that I think uh, I think Sarri likes the fact that Alonso is useful in a defensive capacity in the set pieces so corners free kicks he's quite tall he's good in the air so I think he has a mind to keep him in the side because of that but you know I I mean I know he's good at the other end too he's a great free kick taker and he's got a great shot on him but (coughs) the fact of the matter is he's in poor form and and what I don't understand Dan was that there was talk as Liam was saying actually that he was carrying an injury into that Wolves game and he's clearly played quite a few games although Sarri seems to think he's not tired Uh, it's it's mysterious I mean Emerson looked good to me when we played against uh, Pauk the other week uh, and is coming into his own and I, I, it's classic kind of Italian manager style, isn't it? I mean, we had this with Conte as well. Actually, to a degree, we had it with Mourinho. They find, you know, 11 to 14 players that they decide they like and they don't bother with the rest of the squad. And, and I heard somebody, I can't remember if I read it or heard somebody talking today, uh, but uh, actually it was, it was a former player of, of uh, Sarri's at Napoli and he said exactly the same and then he said what happens is towards the end of the season in March you know April when the his core some of his core team get injured he brings in the guys who haven't played at all and they haven't played and they're, they're on a hiding to nothing and they're about they're worse than useless because they've just not had any game time so it, I wonder if that's going to happen with us I mean I know he's mixed it up a little bit with the Europa Cup and stuff but you do wonder I don't think you've had the same number of fixtures coming so quickly yeah. so that he may this may be forced upon him so it might be a change yeah. but once again I can only think that I didn't think Emerson played wonderfully well against Park well, I, didn't, I think he was less poor than he normally is that, yes that, that yes that sounds very good that sounds a way of being so um, uh, and in fact less we poor. Less, yeah but so but once again I can only go back on it if if he's not convincing in training um what do you do and it, as, as liam was saying uh, if, if um uh, alonso's being chosen because he's bigger and he thinks they're much the same standard of player well we won't see emerson getting a go but i actually think he will get a go and i think more and more people will get a go over the next few weeks because of the the intense number of fixtures coming up so yeah uh, it's, it's definitely a tough one when you watch it how many many times Alonso gets caught upfield. And look, I'm not here to slate him. I actually rate him very highly. But he gets caught so many times at the wrong end of the pitch, which is one of the biggest reasons David Luiz gets exposed for us at the back, because neither of them are particularly fast. You know, not to, and then when you put on top of that, you get Hazard who's not being asked to track back. So when that triumvirate of Kovacic, Hazard, and then Alonso get caught upfield trying to play a, a nice pretty triangle added around the halfway point or maybe into the, the first third stage of the, you know, the opposition part of the pitch, ultimately it creates this gulf of space which allows everyone to plow through and we immediately look exposed. Then you get the trolls out who break their knives out concordantly for you know, the back four, blaming Rudiger and David Luiz. When, I mean, I don't hold him at part nor at fault for a large amount of what he's actually been culpable of letting in because he's been basically abandoned by everyone else going off on a wander up the pitch on the left side brilliant stuff Daniel thank you so much for uh, for joining us this evening we're going to have to leave it because we've got to go to a break Daniel in Sweden we will be with you right after a short pause don't forget we'll have updates of West Brom versus Aston Villa as well 
It's all in the name. Love Sport Radio. This is Love Sport. Just some uh, polite in-house sort of notices to everyone who's listening out there. Um, in fact, Stanford Chidge, I'm going to let you yes. know the polite in-house notices. What polite in terms? The rules. Me? What rules? No petting in the shallow end. No petting in the shallow end. And uh, the quiz is coming up. Quiz is co- yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, last week, we liked this quiz, uh, uh, and I, I'm not very uh, imaginative, so I kind of just adapted it as I always do. But this week, it's who has played for both Chelsea and Man City. Uh, I've found 11 today and I'd love it if you could find more than that so if you know or if you've got a few suggestions give us a ring 0208 70 was it 0208 70 558 or tweet us at Chelsea Fancast or at Love Sport Radio and we've already had one Aaron we've got one we've got one suggestion from uh, Sadiq Ralph or at Sadiq Ralph and he says Lampard which of course would be correct but there are another ten more to go. There are. There Answer are at the end of the show. On the way. Uh, let's talk to Daniel. He is in Sweden. How are you, Daniel? Not too bad, guys. How are you? Hi, Daniel. Very How are you, mate? Thanks You're for right. Us. Fantastic, fantastic. Great stuff. Thank you so much for doing this show, guys. You're absolutely amazing. Chief, you're a legend. Thank you <laughs> I don't very know about much. That. <laughs> you should know. You Check, should checks know in the that, post, uh, Daniel. <laughs> How much have you um, paid him, by the way? <laughs> JK, you're right too. Don't be, don't be. Oh, few, thank on. you. I was, I was. I felt, you know. Oh god, I'm way down. I'm way you down the pecking order. As well. <laughs> uh, Love balls. I mean, her her stuff on the internet is absolutely amazing as well. So, Brilliant. all right, there you go. Great stuff. You Thanks, know mate. That we are, we're often talking about the impact you guys have on the uh, Chelsea supporters uh, around the world. Yeah, uh, but we're often talking about the English-speaking countries and you're reading out emails from uh, the United States and from Australia, you should know that you've got a large impact on us as well in Scandinavia. Well, send us some mails, send us some mails, Daniel. We'll, yeah, I'll read we'll them out. Yeah, we'll do that now. I called in today, at least. I, no, I, that's I, great. You're ahead of many people from Mixler. Yeah, well done. Brilliant. No, we love there it. We, we, right. we love it all for anything around the world. is great, but yeah, wonderful. Although there is... I, I, I'll, I'll, say one, I'll say one thing, Daniel, and this is what I... You know, when we found you were on the line, I was saying to Jonathan Offair that we love the Swedes, actually, because I, I've met a load of you guys uh, when you come over know, for yeah, games. Cause, yeah, because yeah, you come over for games quite a lot, and I've often had a few drinks. I mean, I, was, I saw Freddie and Jens uh, last weekend before the the Fulham match and I used to know Oscar quite well he used to run the supporters group out there and and Harry Hemi so you know I think I think we're all friends, so I'm part of that. Uh, yeah, of, I thought of, you of, might you know, be. That, that, that group, we're platinum members, and, you know, we travel at least a couple of times a year. I've yeah. never met you in person, Chich, but I, I'd love to do it one day. We I'll will. You a beer. We will have a beer, mate. So, no, no fear about that. Definitely. Count on it. Yeah, yeah. We're all friends, aren't we? Well, let's go right into it. But, guys, um, most of the times I do agree with you, and, uh, you know, uh, 99% of the times <laughs> I definitely agree with you. But on one However, subject, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a butt coming, isn't there? There's a butt coming. I can <laughs> you know, feel it. Yep, yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. Something's coming up. Uh, um, you've been praising Kepa a lot this season, yeah. haven't you? And last show you talked about him, you know, compared him with the greats of Kudicinis and Czechs and, you know, 
Courtois. Obviously, you know, we know what we think about Courtois these days, but we can't, you know, look away from the fact that he was brilliant for us, you know, for a couple of years at least. Uh, he's, you know, conceding goals on a regular basis now in Madrid. Uh, but, you know, for us, he was really good. Uh, and uh, I, I don't really see Kepa, mm. um, you know, being compared with them uh, right yet. And, uh, you know, yeah. look at the goals he's been conceding. You know, he's conceded, conceded this season against Arsenal. At least he, he should have he should have got, you know, he should have saved at least one of them goals there. The Liverpool game, Danny Sturridge is basically standing still when he's shooting. Uh, the, the, the shot is, you know, without pace, without power. It's in the 95th minute. And, you know, a tall goalkeeper would have got that one. In the Man United game, uh, the Mata shot, I can't believe he cannot put that ball just, you know, on the other side of the post. Instead, it bounces out right into a Manchester United player. He crosses it in. Kepa is nowhere near it again. He's nowhere near any cross, to be honest. He doesn't dominate the penalty area the way, you know, Courtois did. And uh, against Tottenham, let's be fair, guys, you know, come on. There's two goals. The Delhi Ali headers going straight yeah. through him. And then the, the, I know the, you're the gonna I know you're gonna mention Harry the walls Kane. one too, aren't you, Daniel? And yeah, yeah, well I <laughs> I was about to wrap it up with the walls yeah. one. Yeah, Daniel definitely. he's to blame for that. Look look how many points he's cost us, you know. I, don't get me wrong, well, I like the bloke. I, I think he's a good bloke. I think yeah. he's a decent goalkeeper as well, but he's not top class. Daniel, I'm not I I don't know. I mean let's 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 be fair for a second the jury Clayton likes him the jury may well be out he is young but i'm not entirely sure that he's lost us too many points but uh, do you know what this will make you laugh i promise you but uh the minute that i saw the highlights and i saw that first wolves goal go in which i think was definitely a goalkeeper error there's no hiding that uh, i sat there and thought to myself i thought i've hexed him haven't i because i i was so effusive with my praise for him on monday and i thought that's so typical yep. he's gone and made an absolute horlicks <laughs> of that so there you go i think i think it's a fair point but the reality is daniel you and i both know it keepers will make mistakes they are going to let goals in well, occasionally aren't they, they? they but he's also do. hang they on a minute he's, he's also kept us in a few games i mean he kept us in the game last weekend against fulham with yeah. some cracking saves so it does tend with to even one out cracking save the ball went straight to him it was right on him he made a he made a meal out of that that one i don't agree <laughs> with you there you know you're a harsh Kept man with a in, in his belly <laughs> that, that's no it's simply because he's short and he makes them safe look spectacular. No, I'm not buying that one. No, definitely not. I wish I was as short as him. <laughs> Maybe Daniel, you know we've seen we've seen keepers come from La Liga, and obviously I'm going to pull out you know David yeah, yeah. David. Da- 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 Maybe he needs to get in the gym. He needs to bulk up a bit. Or get on a on a get, on those, the protein machine. You know, yeah, no, or, 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 or hang, hang upside machine. down from yeah. the bar like a bat, and then he might uh, <laughs> he might grow like that. <laughs> in an old gymnasium. Him off, you know, for for uh, all eternity, he, he he'll probably get there, and I really hope he will. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, he's a really nice bloke, you know. He, he's, right, he's, I'm a nice bloke and be. I don't play for Chelsea so I mean you know well, well there you go work. and I really but I, we, not we, we cannot hide from the fact that he's actually cost us a couple of points this year and we're speaking about you know we're playing without a striker well, basically we were playing with 10 men yep. last game yep. and I'm so totally. fed up with Morata just oh, you know and yeah. his bollocks you know running around crying all the time with his head under his arm I don't know what he's I doing. agree with you about but, you Morata know, we, me too we're actually playing with, with a weak goalkeeper as well that's at least my opinion mm. and a team that wants to challenge for the titles, you know, the big titles, we cannot be, you know, 
that's not competitive in those two well, areas. Well, Daniel, I, think, I, I agree work. with you. I mean, you can sum that up perfectly. You know, to win the title or trophies, you need a striker who's going to score you 20-plus goals a season, and you need a keeper who's going to earn you 10 to 15 points a season. Because I always remember, always remember what JT said when Czech went to Arsenal, uh, and he said that Czech will make a 10 to 15 point difference to Arsenal. I, I don't know whether it was true, whether that actually worked out, but I know that when Czech was with, uh, with, with us, he would, he would earn us a good 10 to 15 points by keeping us in some games. You know, so that's Definitely. what you've got to do, isn't it? No, I, I agree with you to an extent. I don't think Kepa's. I don't think Kepa's there yet. But I like what I've seen so far, and, I, and I, I'm prepared to accept that he is, as a young player, going to make a few ricks. But uh, mate, you're entitled to your opinion, and that, that's what you believe. So go for it, Daniel. Thank you so much for joining us this evening, pal. It's been an absolute pleasure having you yeah, on the brilliant. show Cheers, uh, with us. Do give Thank us you, a mate. call again, wherever you are listening to this in the world as well. We 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 welcome you. Love it here at the sh- come to. The, is it come to the shed and we welcome you? Yes. 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 There you yes. go. Come, yes. come to Love Sport, and we will welcome you. That's the one. O two o eight seventy twenty five five eight is the number to call. Where your blue evening, uh, John Terry and Dean Smith are, uh, are of course, the uh, the managerial duo at Aston Villa. They are at the Hawthorns this evening, where they take on West Bromwich Albion in uh, in a in a Midlands derby this evening we've got plenty on the way we're going to be looking ahead to the game against City what talking, we got coming up next talking a bit about Fulham as well who we got coming up next oh Ryan well, we're, do, we're doing Carefree in the USA Carefree but in what, the we've USA we've got a guest in the studio from North Carolina I know it's, it's brilliant it's massive. Ryan Dellinger's in the building that's right there you go. We're going to have him right up after your news. Plenty on the way this evening on Love Sport Radio with your Chelsea fangos. Plus, don't forget, it's time to plug the quiz. Oh, yeah. Well, they're coming in. The answers are coming Flying. in thick and fast. Flying. I will just say, Greenaway's clearly gone to the same web- website, or at Greenaway56. He's gone to the same website as me. So it's, I think it's kind of cheating, but I love him, so I'll, I'll, I'll include that. But there are all sorts of different answers that I didn't have, which is exactly what I wanted. So that's great. It's going well. Uh, we've had a reply from our Palace f- uh, listening fan, uh, Nick Gussett, who said, can we have Emerson then? Yeah. I said yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good little deal. That's a good de- JK, you happy with that? Yes. Yeah, and it's... Uh, <laughs> Who has played for Chelsea and Man City? I found 11. There are more out there. We want us to tell tell, tell us at Chelsea Fancast, at Love Sport Radio, or phone us up 0208 7020 558. That's very well done there. By Stanford Cheech. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Get involved with the quiz. 0208 70 20 558 at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or at Chelsea Fancast. Can you name players who have played for both Chelsea and Manchester City? Do it. Get involved with it. Plenty on the way. We are going to be uh, we're going to be talking to Ryan Dellinger. Uh, he is carefree in the USA. He's in the building with us tonight. Uh, absolutely, you know, pleasure to have him with us. Talking Chelsea Man City. Chelsea, talking Chelsea Fulham. Plus, got the opposition view uh, just after half past eight as well. It's love sport ready. Chidge, JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel? If you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. (laughs) It's all too much. (laughs) I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? 
Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 558 AM DAB online. The pensioners are back, but with no walking sticks in sight. They're carefree, wherever they may be. They're the famous CFC. Blue is their colour, and football is their game. If you come to Stamford Bridge, you'll remember their name. It's the Chelsea Fancast on Love Sport. Evening with your Chelsea fan, guys. What a tune that is! You know, oh, Jonathan thinks he gets more royalties if he sings that every week. It's I've not never true, got Jonathan. a penny out it's of not it. Not true. I've never got a penny out of it. Do, do you know what? Speaking of royalties, oh, this is so off topic. The time I read an article today, a piece. In fact, yeah, it was a piece on on a certain, you know, like a music streaming service and how they're literally just hemorrhaging money because. Does, uh, it that, does it begin with S? Yes. Oh no, that's what I'm up on. Yeah, and, and the podcast is on there too. Yeah, but you've got other podcast providers as well. Yes, true. But they are literally like, they, they've they've never made a profit. I haven't a bought profit. any records for years because I use that now. But you know, you know, like when they pay like a record, they have to pay like 0.00002 yeah. yeah, yeah, pence yeah. to the, the artist. And obviously cumulatively, when you yeah. add it all up, they're paying on average like 
you know, seven seventy-five dollars or something like that to an artist on average every year, and they are literally just like shipping money. Yeah. So why aren't they making any money? Not, no because or, because what's the way because they do they, make they money? have advertising, but then their subscriptions. But then but people I pay are using a month. People are using the ser- the service so much, and they're using obviously specific artists, and they're they're, they're just yeah. feeding out on on royalties. Oh, so the business plan isn't working. I see. Yes, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what it is. Hey. Uh, we are we 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 sort of like turning things around this is an interesting can i can I explain feature. this um yeah this like, is, i'll yeah. hand over to you I'm okay well it's only because it's because it's I, I don't want to lose the significance of this because this has never happened well it has actually because we used to do this a lot when we we're in putney we quite often would it'd be open house and uh we'd all do it in a pub and uh quite often we had american listeners and friends and they would just turn up and we would have them on what we used to call the benches so they would like sit at the you know away from us and heckle and throw celery at us and things like that but it's the first time we've had a chance to do this here and we've got uh, uh, ryan dellinger with us who i've known because he's listened to the shows for years and you know we've been in touch and i've met him when he's come over here in the past for drinks and he and he tweeted me earlier this week and said chidge i'm here for the game this weekend and i said great come and watch the show and i'll try and get you on it he said great and he flew in today and I just the first time it's happened, and I'm absolutely I'm really chuffed and excited, Jonathan. Hooray! Can tell. I can't I'm tell, really Chidge. chuffed and excited. So, Ryan, how are you? I'm doing well, Chidge. Thanks for having me. No, it's great to have you here. Now we thought we'd kind of like dedicate this little part to you because I think it kind of exemplifies the relationship we have with some of our listeners from overseas, and it's like a live email in a sense. That's kind of what I thought. <laughs> so, you know, how did you first become a Chelsea supporter? Do I read this? No, okay. you can if you want. You okay. can. I, I will allow you to ask Ryan questions. No, no, no. Can, can of I? Of course. Can I translate? Right. No, you don't need to do that. Oh, okay. And we haven't got enough time, mate. <laughs> oh, okay. You know. Okay. We're limited. Thank you. You know, you know we are. Anyway, Ryan, how did you first become a Chelsea? Yeah, sport? I think it's a good story, Chidge. So basically, uh, back in the 07 08 season, uh, my daughter started playing football in the States. And um, I was like, well, I need to understand more about the game. Was, and decided to be a coach. So I actually wow. coached the team. So I went out and got a couple. You available on Saturday? No. Oh, no. shame. <laughs> Let's keep sorry around a little bit longer. Um, so basically, I went out and got some coaching license, uh, equivalent to like coaching badges here. And I figured, well, if Imanalo could do it, then maybe I could do yeah. it as well, right? Yeah. So I, I decided um, to start watching more and learning more about it. And I had a couple of mates from Borough that were also coaching. So they were giving me some insights about coaching tips and skills. So uh, one of the first Chelsea matches I watched was the Champions League final. In, in Moscow? Yes. Which is, that is... The, about the third podcast we did covered the final. Yep, you so, might remember that. Yeah, so yeah. basically my becoming a Chelsea supporter yeah. and also discovering the podcast wow. happened around the same time. Wow. But at the time I watched the match, I, I really was a neutral. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we know what happened in the match with JT. Yes. And uh, it was really the aftermath of the match. Aaron's grinning from ear to ear. Yeah, I moment. see him. I see him. <laughs> it, it was the aftermath of the match and uh, the passion that I saw from, mainly from JT mm. and in the way the club responded yeah. and uh, it just set it apart yeah. to me it was a little bit different and uh, also today is JT's birthday yes it is indeed happy yep. birthday JT Yep, great leader and legend so since then it's been uh, loyal Chelsea all the way uh, Chelsea in America following the uh, supporters club as much as I can so the, is there a, ch- a chapter in North Carolina there, there? is there's uh, the Carolina Blues there's also right. the Southeast Blues as well right Right, right. And then, of course, Beth is always available on Twitter if you yeah, need anything to reach out to her. Yeah, that's right. The Queen of CIA. 
So have have you increased your badges? Have you uh, have you just kept going with that? No, you haven't. No. So unfortunately, my daughter got injured a few years ago, so oh. she's not able to play anymore. Right, right. But ultimately, you get to a certain age, and you can't teach them anything anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, think kiddo's now thinking of doing his badges for when he's yeah, uh, for my daughter. Yeah, she's nine, and, uh, and she's playing football for the first time next next term at school, and she's already going. I don't want to play. And that when I when she was about four. I, I took her out to play to try and, you know, get her into the mood of playing, and all she did was kick me. And I said, "Absolutely perfect." I said, yeah. "I've been secretly yeah. coaching her, mate." <laughs> Is that all well, you have? Yeah. Have you? You've been. That's about all I can coach. How to kick people? To kick people, but she well, gets very. I was good at that. Well, Rubbish I'm, at football. I'm intrigued to see what will happen. Chopper yeah. kid, I think she'll be yeah. called. Send her to Chopper. You know, he's in the Fimber on uh, after the match. Is so he? You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, what I was going to say, yeah, we were talking about. Uh, I was having a chat to Dan in San Diego. Do you do you get to w- watch matches in a pub over there, or, or do you watch them at home? Yeah, most of them are at home because they're on early. Um, there are a couple pubs. Uh, we live out in Raleigh, so there's a pub called the London Bridge downtown. You can go check out some matches. Unfortunately, it's mainly a Liverpool pub, but <gasps> yeah, yeah. But a lot of matches at home, uh, Champions League matches, we're able to slip out, slip out of work, maybe slide down to a local pub and catch an nice. afternoon match. So yeah. why is it a Liverpool pub when they're so starved of success? Why is it? Is it they're all hoping? Is it a hoping pub? That the, it some... must be the history. Oh, it must uh, be the uh, history. Uh, yeah. I love it. Um, I mean, this is another thing, because, I mean, Jonathan goes potty about this every Monday when we get these emails from uh, every, all over the world, really. And he, he, he looks at me and says, Chich, I can't believe this. What's going on? You know, but there's clearly, uh, uh, I mean, and I'm aware of this too, there's a great relationship that we've always had with, particularly, I think, a lot of the overseas listeners. Um, so, in that vein, Ryan, what what is it that, that you like about the show? What drew you to the show? Because we don't understand. <laughs> we think you're all mad. <laughs> yeah, actually, I really think it was, um, at first, of course, it was I wanted to understand more about the club. Mm. And, and I think the, the show has been very good at, mm. at teaching you know, Americans, the history of Chelsea, and there's a lot of history there. Mm. Um, the accessibility, obviously, I'm sitting here. It's pre- yeah. pretty accessible. Yeah. Um, stateside, I've had a chance to meet Canners uh, yeah. over in Charlotte at a match. Bobby Tamling, Mario. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, so it's just, it, it to me, it's, it's now it has transcended beyond a football, mm. and it's more... Like, like a, a community. It is a community. Is it community. also that there's, yeah. there's more jeopardy than American football because there's relegation? And uh, you think it's an element of that there is a... So you you have to, to improve every year in all, or you have to keep a standard in order to stay in the division, right. which you don't need to have in uh, the NFL, do you? Yeah, I mean, I'm not much on the NFL these days. I mean, I think they've got their own set of issues yeah, off, yeah. The, off the field that, that I don't really appreciate. But obviously they're trying to bring the NFL over here. Uh, I think, yeah. I think uh, Spurs can speak They're going to turn Spurs into yeah. an NFL team, <laughs> exactly. Actually, exactly. I've heard this. I've got sources that have told me this, that Spurs will no longer exist as an association football club. They'll be an NFL club. They're being franchised out. Remember where you heard it first? A multi-sport club. Remember where you heard it first? So what, they'll be playing in Scotland? No, they're playing in... in they're turning in America. White Hart Lane into the, an NFL Yeah, no, I, but I wondered if the club would then be the team itself oh, then could then take place. In, they could be all round. How about Dublin? Rock, how about Rockall? Yeah. That would, uh, <laughs> With the Puffins. They won Rockall, With let's face the it. The Puffins playing black and white. Uh, right, very, very good, very good. Very, one more question. One more question. One more question. Uh, please, Paddy, please Paddy, can we have one more question? We've got a call. Yeah, okay. Well, we've so, got one more question then. Quickly. You've been over here before, haven't you? Because I met you in 2015. Yep. So, first match uh, was 
Stoke, 1-0 Chelsea, Ashley Cole, late winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the second match was a Liverpool Guard of Honor match, which I want to say ended up in a draw, but thoroughly enjoyed the Guard of Honor. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Tomorrow's the third match. It's so a third match. Brilliant, Brilliant stuff. Brilliant. Excellent. Well, we, we, well we're going to have a drink with you after the show, but I'll certainly have a drink with you tomorrow in the cock run. I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us this evening. There he is, uh, Ryan Dillinger. Carefree in the USA. That's my we, title for him. He's not I think, really I, cool I, I think it's a great little section. I think it's a good little feature. Uh, Yannick, stick around. We're going to be with you next. 558 AM. Love Sport. Turn into like a cabaret lounge singer. <laughs> uh, Villa have gone one nil up. Ahmed Hagazi with an own goal, and he looked absolutely oh devastated. <laughs> Let's go to the phone lines. Yannick is on the line. Who's on the line? Yannick. Ow, Hello. Get down. How Yannick. are you, Yannick? Get down, JK. I'm loving it, man. Not weird out, Yannick. That's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, intro I always expect now whenever I... Uh, I, I expect to hear that show. on your podcast from now on, actually. Yeah, that's Get, it, man. Yeah, yeah, a JK intro. <laughs> How are you, mate? You all right? I'm very well, Chid. How are you, mate? I'm good. I enjoyed going on your podcast this week. Um, have yeah, I, I have I managed to honest. lose you all of your listeners by doing so? Yes, unfortunately, it's folded ever that since. That was my man. plan. That was a, what, yeah, what a great, re- what a great reception. Excellent. Yeah, I, uh, I had, had some positive messages, mate. So good. thank you very much for no coming problem. on. We had a great chat. Yes, we did. I enjoyed it thoroughly, it mate. Any time. Brilliant. Cool. So, um, yeah, I've noticed uh, on Love Sport, you've been t- what, you guys have been talking about the Fulham fans, I think. Is that correct? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Certainly this week we yeah. have. Well, uh, yeah, I'll just pick up on that quickly. I um, My old flatmate is a Fulham fan, and he's very much, um, as well, as previously one would expect a Fulham fan, is like a very sort of um, light-hearted, happy-go-lucky chap who enjoys football and isn't too sort of overly partisan or tribal so um when i explained to him about this uh, about the chanting and the sort of atmosphere he was quite shocked to uh, to hear it um he's been down to the cottage quite a few times so it's almost like um for me it has sort of been a recent manifestation but it's, it's very it's kind of a strange thing because there was that sort of hostility um i don't know if I, I, I didn't get a chance to hear the show up to here so i don't know if you've uh, done that to death or not yet well, no, not really. I mean, we, we, we certainly had a ding-dong about it on, on Monday night, because I, I, have, a, I mm. have this weird theory, Yannick, and the weird theory is, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I, 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 and I, I hate to say this, but I was, quite, I was impressed by Fulham's turnout uh, last Sunday. Yeah. Uh, they, they packed it out. They were they were very loud. I think they did out sing us, and I'm ashamed to say that, but they did. But what intrigued yeah. me most of all was the the number of youngsters there. There uh, were a lot of them in their twenties. And what what occurred yeah. to me was, you know, I, with my work on the Sports Trust, one of my great hobby horses is is the need to reduce the ticket prices for young people. So anybody between the age of sixteen and twenty five, because I fear I fear that we have disenfranchised an entire generation of, of supporters at Chelsea, the way it's gone. Half of it's mm. my, my fault directly, because there are a lot of people my age there who won't go. Why should they, you ask? And the club have found it very difficult to try and 
get youngsters yeah. in. But of course, one of the ways they could do that is to a reduce the prices for youngsters properly, not like they have, and also allow mm. them to stand or sit together rather than being in the children's or stroke or stroke family stand. So I was thinking, Yannick, that if I'm a 15, 16, 17, 18 year old lad who's grown up locally you know mm. and i'm choosing who i might want to go and watch to play football uh, i think whereby maybe 10 15 20 years ago they would have gravitated absolutely towards chelsea and got in now they can't so they go to fulham or they go to brentford yeah. and they pay a lot less they can go and be with their mates they can have the crack that you want to have at a football match when you're that age and on it goes and that's what it felt like to me when they turned up last last sunday yeah, I think that yeah, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I do remember you, uh, hearing you say that, and I sort of reflected on it. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, the trouble is, um, they don't have any success. That I, I'm not convinced that that any no, of them are, are madly keen I, to pursue it if they if it's just done on hope. And yeah, but, but nor did we, it, nor did I, when I was coming well, to see Chelsea at yeah, the well, same that, age. Yeah, that's exactly, true. Yeah, that's I, think, true. I, think, I went for the crack. Okay. That's true. Yeah, well, that, that, well, that's exactly. I think that's what these lads are doing because remember that what. It's sort of more entitled, uh, what I say, Chelsea fans, football fans are like, they're, they're almost more inclined to get a bit more miffed off or, you know, a bit stressed out that you don't have this flawless performance. Whereas if you do um, go to support a team that you don't have these high expectations, you could be a bit more about the banter and the singing regardless of what's going on on the pitch. I don't so, know. You know I, I, actually more... think, I actually think they deliberately turned up in order to be that completely negative because they don't have a huge Possibly. away base that goes and watches mm. all these games. Um, well, and, and every yeah. single song that they sang was anti-Chelsea. There was nothing pro-Fulham, which really annoyed me. Just uh, a very quick yeah. interjection, because I was talking to one of the lads who works here, and he's on the Fulhamish podcast, and uh, I was talking to him about this, Yannick, and, and he mm. was saying that... Uh, that their away support has changed dramatically since they yeah. were relegated. And in fact, when they got relegated, what happened was uh, the club reduced the ticket prices uh -huh. drastically and it's actually attracted, my theory, playing out basically, it's attracted a load yeah. of the youngsters in. And of course, like I did when I was their age, you know, when Chelsea mm -hmm. were yo-yoing between Division 1 and Division 2, you went for the crack, you certainly didn't go for the football. And it seems that Absolutely. that's what these young lads are attracted to, and I don't blame them they you know i, I was no. their age once and i remember what it was like but i do think this opportunity to sing completely negative songs about your neighbors yeah, was but we something did they that. were attracted I, to. I always did that as a when kid. you went to fulham no well no because we didn't really care even then but i mean no. you know <laughs> chelsea supporters have legendarily been horrible to everybody else and never ever missed an opportunity to do so and dig people out not not it's, what i yeah. said yeah but that's because you'd sit with a load of middle class middle-aged people i'm talking about 18 to 25 when i was that age even i didn't do yeah that. but yes we've for me earlier on you were posh so you wouldn't do things exactly like that. i'm very posh <laughs> <laughs> that's a private joke yannick i'll tell you next time we'll see you. <laughs> right okay all right no worries can i, can I ask you guys a couple of questions yeah um, yeah so obviously we had that dismal result against their uh, wolves um uh, great you know the first half was a good performance and then uh, as sorry sort of stated there was a sort of a capitulation and we started playing like individuals you know all the all the sort of default um, messages from the manager that did make a lot of sense do you think it would be I know, I know you gentlemen are of the inclination to say it would be ty typical Chelsea I can't remember who said glorious unpredictability Marco 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 yeah, yeah okay yeah so yeah it's Marco who said it which I have to is, say Marco's stealing something from the 60s because that's what they were <laughs> and the 50s my dad used to dis describe <laughs> them was, as that as well <laughs> my dad watched yeah. in the 50s yeah okay well there you go I mean 
do you think um, the thought the first team will come back and we can do something against it? I know this is a really basic question, but City, against the last two games they've played, they haven't been completely immaculate because they've had wobbles in the 90 minutes. Do you think we've got the players to buck up at home? And you know, I'd be very happy with a score draw, but um, I know going along with the glorious unpredictability, um, if, if you had to sort of pick two ways of it going, would you say like a win or a, a thrashing or could you see it being a score draw? I'd like to get your opinion on it. I could possibly see it being all those things, but I think they'll... I think they'll <laughs> in the same in, game. In the same game, <laughs> yes. I think, but I think they'll raise their game. I think that's inevitable because they're playing the top yeah. team. It's a question of whether it, yeah. whether they... If, if, if they score, a, because of their constant ability in pressing, if they score a couple of quick good goals, whether their heads go down, which appears to be what's happening at the moment because mm. they then abandon his his whole um, structure of of his plan, don't they? Which You're is what right, they did against Wolves. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm I'm still a, I'm an immense Sarri fan. It just requires huge concentration and application. But I really think they will raise their game. So, it, I mean, anything could happen tomorrow. It, it, I, I, just, I I just think they're they're much much better. That's the problem, and they're much more drilled than we are. So the chances are that they will they will win. I don't think easily. I think they'll win two nil. But I still think can, they'll win. Can I just pick yeah. up on something that you said, Jake, yeah, really quickly yeah, about our heads dropping? Surely the pedigree of these players, of, these, of Chelsea, I don't say Chelsea as a club, but certainly these players with won titles, is, can we expect the heads to drop? No, but Surely they shouldn't, but they dropped excuse. against Wolves, though, didn't they? Well, not dropped. Perhaps that's the, well, wrong, perhaps that's the wrong expression. It, not, not that their heads are dropping, is they will, they will cease to try and play his plan. They will lose concentration. Mm. I've got an, I've, Yannick, I've got, go I've got another theory on this. John just reminded me that I was going to talk about this earlier. I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm just a bit you know, grumpy and curmudgeonly, so I do think that their heads drop a bit, and I don't, don't think there's any leadership or, or fight, and I don't think there mm. has been for a long time. And we see it when they're losing, particularly. And we have done since Mourinho's first meltdown. But I think there might be something else. And this goes back to Go a on. point that I made last week about their, you know, the way that Sarri drills the team and any of his teams. It's so detailed. And I think he overloads these guys with information. And it's like basically trying to play FIFA 11 with real people. You know, in, in a mm. sense, he's trying to move them around the pitch and dictate every move. And I think the problem mm. is, is that when it goes pear-shaped and goes wrong, they've forgotten how to play football. So what am I supposed to do now? And it all goes out of yeah. the head. And I think that's what he means by blackouts, JK. Yeah, good point. You know, yeah. and they yes, ju- they're just left so. rendered hopeless because they don't know what they're mm. supposed to be doing. Yeah. Do you, but do you, again, you're completely right, but obviously Guardiola is very much in the same mould. I think he is a sort of a detailed uh, manager and a perfectionist. And so, I mean, you could... There's been a lot of comparisons with Guardiola's first season where he just scraped fourth and didn't get a trophy. You know, we could quite uh, not quite comfortably but we could get fourth and even get a trophy this season therefore you know having a more successful uh, season than Guardiola's debut season um so I, th- I think maybe that there is a, it's just a time thing I think we had a honeymoon a honeymoon period where the players were just excited to be allowed to have the ball so much that and you know so con- 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 uh, conclusion of that was some player expression and some goals honeymoon periods ended and now there's going to be the actual grind to learn the uh, the four three three possession football that is quite similar to Guardiola, um, but you know we just don't have the players. But I think you know, I think you're right, Chidge, because there is no excuse for heads dropping. That maybe they get frazzled. Yeah, like you say, the systematically they get a bit confused and then they forget that they can just maybe play. And you know, they're maybe in those instances that's when 
Kante drops deep and sweeps up instinctively. And but instead of that, like you say, they might get frazzled, and then before you know it, Wolves are scoring a second against you. There you go, Yannick. Thank you so much for joining thank us you, this yeah. evening. Uh, Thanks, Yannick. Give us a call this evening if you want to uh, have a, uh, a chinwag on Chelsea. Oh two oh eight seventy twenty five five. Get involved in the quiz as well. Players to have played for Chelsea and Manchester City. This is Love Sport. There's all sorts of tomfoolery going around on social media at the moment. Apparently Paddy's doing a Sudoku. Not really sure what he's up to. Uh, Love Sport Radio said snakes and ladders more like. What is that all about? I haven't got a clue. I, I don't know. And, uh, yeah, Jonathan Kidd's been talking uh, hospitality um, because a Crystal Palace fan has offered uh, some mice for Emerson Palmieri. And I did say that kiddos butler will poach them and serve them with Rivita. And I, I've, I've added that with, 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 you have to have a grilled squan. Uh, squan? Squan. said squan? Squan, didn't like That's a squirrel. That's a hybrid animal. Sorry, I didn't mean a squan. I meant heron. You have to have a grilled heron. On uh, just with the Rivita to make it uh, palatable. Otherwise, uh, it's a bit lovely. it's a bit squeaky. The mouse. Otherwise, we have a goal in the uh, in the derby at the Hawthorns, oh, and the Boilermen have the scored. The baggies, the it's the Boilermen now. Are they called the Boilermen. No, now? I just invented that. You invented that. Was good. Throstles. Yeah, the Throstles have scored. Dwight Gale with the gun. Darren Moore does not look like a happy man when he dishes out instructions. But yeah, Dwight Gale. Uh, uh, Rodriguez is good. I like him. Good player. Jay Rodriguez. He's a, he's decent, a very he's good a player. He's very players, good at Southampton. What happened to Southampton? Why have they got rid of all their great players? I never understood that. Do you know what? New owners. I just don't care. What are we doing now? Uh, we are. Uh, we're going to talk about Chelsea Man City. Should we, oh. we begin our little mini preview to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want to know, Aaron? How's it going to go? <laughs> We're going to get thumped. I <laughs> think we made that abundantly clear. Well, I didn't say no, thumped. I, I said 2-0. I'm joking. Oh, but are you? I, can I, you go ha, 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 ha afterwards? Yeah. Thank you. Look, I think, as Yannick was... At, I mean, Yannick teed us up beautifully for that, I think, a minute ago, because uh, the reality is, look, Chelsea have got good players. These are good, good players, players. Good players. On their day. Uh, Hazard, a world-class player on his day. Yes. If these guys are 100% on it, Play to their potential. They, yes. can, they can be anybody. They yeah. can be any team in the world. However, I think it it also at the moment requires you know a few city players to have a bit of an off game. But that's possible. Um, my 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 deeper concern with this is the fact that Sarri will not change his tactic. Tactics. He will play four three three. He will no doubt pick the same team. They will line up the same way and irrespective of the fact that, that Man City have got some superb players and huge squad depth, one has to admit that Guardiola is a pretty decent manager. And to think that he's going to turn up and not, not worry about that or not have a plan to exploit our weaknesses is, you know, criminally naive, I think. I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe it'll all be different on Saturday, but I'm pretty sure I won't be. And that's why I fear that we might lose. Yeah. But I still harbour a hope, JK. Yeah. I do harbour a hope. On our day, we can beat anybody. On our day, we can, we, can, we can beat them. We can beat them tomorrow. And why not? But no doubt, he, as you say, he will work out that uh, the ball played into the corner. Yeah. Past Alonso yeah. will, uh, will exactly. reap benefit, reap exactly. havoc, in fact. What will be interesting 
and and this is another thing that gives me a little bit of hope uh, i don't think i don't think guardiola will bother to put two men on hazard or two men on Jorginho. I think Guardiola will be confident enough of keeping the ball. Game, yeah. him, you know, he'll be confident yeah. enough in the City boys to keep the ball. He's not going to bother like nullifying Jorginho and Hazard. He's going to say, "Well, I've got better players, so I don't need to do that." Yeah, he'll, he'll, and, but that he'll might have be that good conceit, for us. But then he might change it if they, well, if yeah. they, if they, they, they one yeah. down or but even But it might be good for something. us if he does that. Yeah, he might true. open it up. But also, I think what will happen as well is that Kante will play. Uh, they'll still press, but he will play nearer to Jorginho just because the threat will be more and he'll be forced to go there more. So actually he'll be playing yeah. slightly more defensively. But I still I, I still worry that he's... The, the big thing at the moment is Sarri is saying when he is on his own in the box, he's essentially not doing the system correctly because mm. he's supposed to be there further back to deal with, to press. And the whole team isn't pressing properly. And you can see that it's yeah, work, yeah. work in progress. I, I agree entirely. I mean, the other thing that worries me is that even though... You you know, given what I've just said, they won't put two people on Jorginho, presumably. They won't put two people on Hazard, presumably. They will have the ball a lot. We may well have some of the ball too, perhaps more than we... Well, we, we always seem to get a lot, to be fair, at the moment. But what I do worry about, JK, is that they are better at keeping the ball than we are. They're technically better, I think, than a lot of our players. And as we saw against Fulham and Wolves, we've had a, a, a proclivity in the last few games to give the ball away easily and cheaply, you know, lose the ball quite a lot and if we do that against a side like City they will rip you apart and they will capitalise yeah, there was that horrendous moment in the Fulham game when yeah. I counted when the ball pinged eight times yeah. between Chelsea and Fulham players and you thought hang on this isn't Premier League standard yeah. what's going on here well exactly if you do that against a side like City they'll yeah. score well they just get the ball first I mean yeah eight times. well they've also got such pace it is the pace you know if, if he's playing Sane and Sterling yeah yeah I mean the pace they've got pace to burn well, that is really what uh, the difference at the moment between Napoli and Chelsea is, yeah. is the pace of the yeah, system. Not enough. This isn't. No, it needs to well, be unbelievably I, I, quick. I don't think the players have enough pace, but they're no, not moving the no, ball quickly no. enough either. And I, but I don't think. Well, early on, I think weirdly, I think they were dealing with it better, and and it somehow they. I think they've they've as you said, I think they've become slightly self conscious about the whole yeah, I system. Agree. I totally agree. So, uh, yeah. chaps, can we take a, a pause because we're going to come back with the opposition view. Lovely. Love sport. Five five eight a.m. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Yep, time for the opposition view, and uh, delighted to be joined by David Walker from the Red but Never Red Manchester City uh, for blog. Um, David, good to have you on board. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. But you're looking forward to our three points this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> now that would reek of arrogance. We're not going there. Um, we hope to get three points. We possibly expect to get three points, but. Having said that, we, expect we don't will. go in there think. well, that's very nice of you, thank you. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, City fans, you know, we are living the dream. Uh, we haven't lost for the last 21 Premier League games. We haven't lost for the last 14 away games. We are not infallible. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and the fact is, having said that, we've got to where we are at the moment without arguably our best player, Kevin De Bruyne. There's no Aguero tomorrow, so that's a bonus for you guys. Yeah, definitely. And also, there's no Benjamin Mendy, who obviously has been missing, you know, almost permanently since he came here to City with uh, with injuries. But never say never. And uh, as I say, uh, a win is what we would like and what we hope for. A draw is not a disaster. But obviously, you know, thankfully at the moment, we're out of the habit of losing. Um yeah, that's, that's interesting to hear, actually, Dave. It's, it's Chidge here. I was just going to say, given that De Bruyne isn't playing, given that Aguero, who's quite often been a thorn in the side of Chelsea, isn't playing, who who should we be most worried about? 
Because we were talking about Sterling and Sane a minute ago and their pace, which frightens me. But who do you think? I think you're probably right. You're in the ballpark there with Sterling and Sane because at the moment they're both on fire. They're playing mm. you know, brilliantly down the flanks. And the way Pep plays it, he likes to keep uh, the full field spread out. That's why they, they hug the you know the, the bylines. Um, but, I mean, David Silva, he's 33. It's, it's, it's almost impossible to believe, but it's true. He's getting better with age. And then you've got Bernardo Silva, who is, I think he's nine, ten, ten years younger than David, but he's he's already shaping up to be, I wouldn't say a successor to David, but he's uh, he's he's getting there. He's a tremendously skillful guy. He's very deceptive because mm-hmm. he's very will of the wisp, but um, he's superb. Uh, as I say, we haven't got De Bruyne on the field, which is a big a big plus for you guys. Um, but from a striking perspective, we would like to see. Gabriel Jesus get amongst the goals again. He's been working his uh, heart out recently without getting the breaks. He he missed a couple of comparatively easy chances against Watford. How long has it I'd been like since he scored? Since who scored? Jesus. Since he scored. Jesus. Yeah. I think he's only scored one Premier League goal this season. Right, yeah. He's got a half trick against Shakhtar in the Champions League, but that was uh, that was quite an easy game. But he's doing everything right. He's just not putting the ball in the net. But I remember last season, we didn't have Aguero. We did obviously have De Bruyne because he scored the winner at Stamford Bridge. But Sane, Jesus and Sterling, they were on fire last season. And it was debatable at that point, will Aguero get back in the team? Well, Aguero has established himself as our premier striker. I mean, it was never really in doubt. Um, But Jesus, from a City perspective... Let him get a goal, let him get his confidence going, and then he can kick on from there. Mm. David, kind of reverse from what I just asked you a minute ago, is there anybody in the Chelsea team that worries you at all for for tomorrow? Anywhere we can cause you a threat? Well, the obvious one is Eden Hazard, Hazard yeah. obviously. Um, it would be a bit rich of me, and again, I don't want to sort of be too clever for me and good. Uh, you're not a one-man team, no. but if you don't have Eden Hazard, you, you do lose a lot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but the point is, you have got him, um, and he's always an omnipresent threat. From a, an opposition perspective, it's a strange one to see Kante effectively being played out of his favoured position. I'm, I'm, I would imagine you probably yeah. share the same sentiments, and it was even stranger that Surrey came out and almost made a public proclamation about it. Mm. Because, of course, we were after Jorginho in the summer... He elected to come to, to you. I have to say, I think there were some strange goings on with Napoli, but be that as it may, um, Pep obviously rates Jorginho, otherwise we wouldn't have pursued him you know, so, so vigorously, but we lost out. But I think if we, can, if we can nullify Hazard, then we take a lot of the threat out of Chelsea's play. But do, do you, I mean, we were saying just before uh, you came on air that I, I can't see... I mean, every, basically, there's, there's, there's an issue to be had about whether other teams have, have worked Chelsea out and what they've done is they've put a couple of men on Jorginho which cuts the supply off to Hazard and as an extra insurance they'll often put a couple on Hazard too which has completely stopped us in a sense I can't see Guardiola doing that He's gonna, I, I, I see him saying well I'm not, I don't need to do that because our players are better so I'm just going to play what we play I think Pep will set his stall out. It's not very often that he goes out to counter an opponent. It's just mm. not in his DNA. You know, uh, I mean, obviously, last five minutes against Watford, inexplicably, we were having a wobble. We should have been 5-0 up, but it was 2-1. Um, and Pep put Laporte on as a as a defender to, you know, to stem the flow from Watford in the final few minutes. So it's not as if Pep isn't pragmatic. Of course, he can be. But, um, no, I don't think he'll go for that. And it'll be interesting to see if, uh, I think, if Giroud starts up 
up front for you because the one thing that drew i don't know you know what your opinions of him are but he has the ability to hold the ball rather than it mm. keep coming straight back yeah definitely. um and and Morata, when you got him last summer i thought oh, you know he could be a good signing whether or not he'll eventually come good but with Giroud you've got a, a genuine target man who if he can hold the ball up and bring Hazard into play then you know that's not to say he can't cause us problems uh, I, I, well, I, I hope we do start Giroud because, for exactly that reason, actually, Dave, he can he, he can hold the ball up. He seems to link better with Hazard too, and he doesn't get offside every five minutes. But having said that, he wasn't that effective against Fulham. So this is what you get with Giroud, I'm afraid. I, I, I don't I don't think he's a world class striker. I don't by think any he means. quite fits into the system either. I don't think any of them fit into the system. That's no. the problem, isn't it? Yeah, well, of course, you, your system has changed completely yeah. because, I mean, Pep's a great admirer of Sarri. He's, you know, he's credited yeah. with him being an influence on him. Um, and obviously it's the the opposite style of play to Conte's pragmatism and sort of counter-attacking mm-hmm. and sort of emphasis on, on defence. Um, I'm surprised that you've had, obviously, a midweek defeat. That would have been a shock. I was surprised that Tottenham did you in the, in the fashion that they mm-hmm. did. And with respect, pleasantly surprised that there's a 10-point gap opened up between us and yourselves. Yeah, I mean... Which was a surprise. Well, yeah, possibly, but as Sarri keeps reminding everybody, Uncle Tom, uh, Dick and Harry as well, that uh, there's a (laughs) 30-point gap between City and Chelsea last year, and he says that's what, you know, he's really concerned with in trying to close that gap a little bit. But to be really honest, David, I don't think we were ever going to be title challenges this year. I mean, I got a bit excited in about the middle of September thinking we might be, but the reality is, given the amount of changes that are happening at the moment, I thought it was unlikely. Plus, you are getting better. Liverpool are getting better. And there's an argument to be had that Arsenal are also improved from last season. So I thought we were a long way off that. So it's very kind of you to suggest that uh, you're happy that you've got a 10-point gap. But I don't think we were any <laughs> real threat, to be honest. Well, you never know. It's a long season. But um, we're hoping City are going to win it, you know, retain it, because we haven't done that. I don't think anybody's done it since United did it you know, donkey jonks ago. Um, and the, the strange thing with City is that we say we only, but we only bought Riyad Mahrez. We only bought one player last summer. Mm. Uh, but with De Bruyne being injured, Mahrez has, has grown into the side. He's already a, a Premier League winner and a former player of football, uh, football of the year. Uh, but he's grown into the team, so he's now looking comfortable. And he's a, you know, he's a very skilled player. Um, and he certainly has lessened the blow of... De Bruyne being out, but we have to pinch ourselves that, you know, if De Bruyne is back, he's supposed to be back in time for the Everton game uh, next weekend. If he comes back, you know, obviously fit and hits the ground running, then that's like a fresh player as you're going into your, your fixture congestion, which is uh, it's manner from heaven. Excellent. Brilliant stuff. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, uh, David. Um, thank you, David. from the uh, the Red But Never Red Manchester City blog. Do check it out online. We're going to take a short pause. I'm going to go to the lines once again. Do give us a call, do give us a call this evening uh, for the quiz 0208 70 258. Your news, your views, your voice. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. The 
best thing is is, is, is Chidge and, and JK <laughs> having a little argument. And Paddy's just through the glass, can't uh, doesn't know what's going. Just going. Okay, guys, let's go. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's get on the lines. I said this was the cult. That was all. I thought you said something else. No wonder I got upset. Oh no, I wasn't. Oh no, you were cool fighters, mate. Cart. John Chips is on the line. Even John. 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 John, hello, hello, mate. You're right. Have you phoned up to give uh, Jonathan grief for picking the wrong number uh, for the book, uh, the Neil Smith book? I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. To be fair, I've forgotten about that. That's all forgiven. It's all forgiven. But the scab has now been opened up again. What can we do you for, John? I I think we're looking at the wrong problems here. I, I don't think we play too bad. Uh, I, I think we're looking at the wrong players, where the fault is. I, I honestly think what we're lacking, and this is truly fundamental in, in my train of thought, we're lacking a striker that can occupy a defence and scare a midfield. You know, we don't have anyone that can occupy their train of thought. Mm. We're, yep. we're fine going forward. Honestly, we are go- we are fine going forward. We don't have a drug, but a Costa. Someone that scares the living daylights out of people, and it occupies occupies their mind, and it it it, is just so annoying, so frustrating to watch. John, I, I, I make you absolutely bang on with that, mate, and I'll tell you for why as well. You're right because if you've got somebody of the quality and aggravation factor of a, of a Drogba or a Costa, that would actually free, ha- give Hazard more space to move. Exactly, because exactly. Because they, they, they don't have to worry about Morata. They, they, you know what? You wouldn't even have to mark Morata, because you know that when he gets five years uh, five yards away from the goal, he's going to miss anyway. Just leave him on his own. You're hoping he gets five years. He deserves more than that. For life! He needs life! Solitary confinement. I sentence you to life no, imprisonment. Seriously, you know that's the point. Do you hope it gets five months, Jonathan? <laughs> 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 Would that mean he'd miss the rest of the season, wouldn't it? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really sad what's happening with him. I, I think there's a lot of talent there, but it's. I don't think it's going to come out at Chelsea. That's for sure. But no, I think, no, no. Go on, mate. Sorry, Chich. But my point is, though, that the Sarri system, I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. me too. I me too. Yeah. On play, I think we're picking on I think there's one cog missing, and I, I think the system will work if we have the right striker. Who would you get, John? Oh, where do you start? Well, there aren't many around of the calibre we're talking about. That's no, the worry, isn't it? True enough. I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to go gunko or anything like that, but uh, I also wouldn't necessarily promote someone from the kids just yet. Yep, nor would I. Yep, definitely. Good uh, stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what happens uh, going forward. John, John, we're going to have to leave it there, pal, because we've got so much to run through. It's unreal. I mean, we've got dossiers and dossiers and dossiers. Um, Chidge, where do you want to start? Well, should we should we reveal the quiz before we go? Because uh, otherwise we might not get the chance to. That'd be like... I mean, um, right, OK. As you all know, uh, we shouted this out at the top of the show and have been occasionally since then. But basically, a variation of our normal theme, which is who pl- has played for both... Uh, Chelsea and Man City. Now, earlier on, I had a quick Google search to see what I could come up with, and I came up with 11 players. I've, I've got a few in mind. Right, go on then, Aaron, off you go. Nicholas and Elko. Yes. Uh, obviously, well, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the obvious, but Sean White-Phillips. Yes. That's probably it. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan, any advance on Anelka and Wright-Phillips? 
No. Okay, so, no particular order. Frank Lampard. Oh, oh, I didn't want to say that one because you, you... Okay. Nicholas Anelka, Sean Wright-Phillips, Scott Sinclair. Wayne Bridge. Yeah, Wayne Bridge, he's on there. Scott Sinclair. Ten, uh, ten Ben Aim. Oh, yeah. This is your love. George Weyer. Oh, yeah. When he coming on loan? Uh, the president of Liberia. He I is, have, yeah. You know. uh, Daniel uh, scored a winner against Spurs, forever a legend Starridge. of Chelsea. Starridge. Starridge. Kevin De Bruyne, obviously. Oh. Now, here are two that I've forgotten <laughs> completely. One is in honour of... Uh, of, uh, of I'm going to sing this, because Waltz has actually tweeted this in. Uh, you've lost that Terry feeling. Whoa, that Terry feeling. Very clever. You've lost that yes. Terry feeling. Now he's gone, gone, gone. gone. Whoa. Whoa. Enough. Well done, Waltz. That was brilliant when I saw this. So, Terry feeling. Brilliant. And uh, last one, David Rowcastle. Oh, Rocky. Who'd have thought? Now, that was what I thought, and I said, are there more than mm. 11? And I tell you, man, the response has been absolutely insane. Thank I, you to everyone. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've really enjoyed that and reading your answers. But they've dug out some absolute dingers uh, as well, so I'm going to whiz down here. As in humdingers. Yeah, as okay. a, it's an abbreviation of humdingers. Well spotted, Jonathan. Yeah. Tim Rolls, uh, at Tim underscore Rolls, Derek Kevin. Yes. Yeah, good shout. Uh, swizzing down. Oh, Willie Caballero. Duh. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Big Willie. No, exactly. Oh. We forgot. Uh, Eddie McCready, or, or also known as Mark, uh, has uh, said Gordon Davies, which I didn't realise. Yes. That's a good shout, yes, isn't it? I knew, funny enough, he was the only one that I knew, and I was about to say, because I thought I only played for Fulham and Chelsea and Man City. This is brilliant. This is from Greg Sarath, who says Clive Wilson and Colin Viljern. Colin yeah. who? Bloody Colin Viljern. South African player. Yeah. Viljern. But, but Clive Wilson, I, I, I met him uh, at Kerry Dixon's DVD launch, and I sat uh, on the same table and ate with him. He's a lovely bloke. Uh, and he, of course, I forgot he played for City as well. Dan, our very own Dan Silver, says Lauren Charvet. Oh, yeah, Lauren Charvet. I remember him. Yes. And he as I bit, said, he was a bit poor as a yeah, player. Yeah, he poor, was. Wasn't he? Let's, let's be uh, frank. Uh, Greenaway56, who I accused of cheating and going to the same website as me, for which I apologise. Clearly, he couldn't possibly. I was he, only he's, he's coming up with others. No, no. He, I've now reread his tweet, and he has come up with the same as us. But he also put Clive Wilson in there, oh, right. which I didn't. So that's good. So there you go. I think that's a brilliant response. Well, well done the, to everybody. Who's won? Well, nobody wins. But you have to have a winner. Nobody Chief. came up with the comprehensive well, list. It wasn't. Can, can I win then? Just, just for, the for fun. Can it's I win? For fun. I like winning. Yeah, you can be the winner. Jonathan. Oh, thank you. Happy, Hooray, happy. Yeah, good on me. Brilliant. I got none, but Last I won. one, kiddo. Well done. Thank you did well. Thank you. I love these. I can't, I'm going to keep doing more these. More each week. More. Yeah. Yeah. If I make the whole show quizzes, then yeah. we don't need to speak. No, I'm just people phone up. Yeah, yeah. We do quizzes. That's right. We go, go, go home. It's great. Yeah, yeah, we don't need to go be to here. Well, why bother? We don't need to come in and talk. Aaron can run it. Exactly. Thoroughly enjoyable. There we go. So, go on then. I can see you're itching to ask me a question, Aaron. I'm not. You it are, and I can see, I can see it on your oh, face. Look, he's scratching himself. I tell you what, I've got one. I've got one for Jonathan that's going to freak him out. Oh, yes. Don't, don't forget to let us do I don't know any of the players who scored in the 6-0 victory. Because you know that this no? was okay. spitefully called the El Cashico uh, oh, I like recently, that. you know, because they've got loads of money. We've got loads yeah, of money, loads yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of, I, I kind of, there's always been a kind of a weird thing. I, I've never really had a massive antipathy for Man City. And in a sense, I think the clubs are quite similar. And they were before they both came into a lot of money, you know, up and down a bit, a bit of glorious history in the early 70s. Da, 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 da. But they were our rivals specifically, weren't they, in 70, Well, I was going to ask you that. 69, 70. Well, you know, we played them they in the... They won the European in, in, Cup Winners' Cup. Yep. Yeah, and then we played them in the Cup Winners' Cup in 
1971 the when they were the holders and yep. we beat them we in the semi final. So you would have been there. Yeah. Do you remember? Was there quite a rivalry? Was it nasty at all or what? what no, I've never felt there was a nastiness. Yeah. In fact, I, I, I remember liking their players immensely mm. um, because they played good football. I used to know a good were, song and, involving uh, Lee and Bell and Summerby, which I can't repeat on air. Was but it people r- who are listening will know what I mean. Was it rude? It was. Oh, it was. But very funny. But you know, they had. Cl- <laughs> they had <laughs> Darren knows it. They had, they had, they had classy, classy <laughs> players. Colin Bell. Colin Bell. Well, yeah. what a player he yeah, was. Yeah, lovely player. And what a um, player. and went until he uh, gets Franny Lee was um, Franny Lee. Franny, uh, it, Lee one pen. That what was that wonderful? Lee one pen. Yes, yes. He just That's used right. to dive into yeah. the penalty Awful area. Awful belly flop yeah, dives. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the another player, Rodney Marsh. Mostly for Derby though, when he did that, he did that more for Derby. Yeah, like Rodders. Yeah, wonderful player. Dennis Law sent United down. Got to love him for that. But they had Hislop played for them and Neil Young and Neil Young. Neil Young later went on to be a great rock and roll artist. Unbelievable, yeah, yeah. Searching for a heart of gold. Who would have thought it, eh? Yeah. In fact, he, he certainly harvested it in. At the, um, at the bridge after we'd played them, uh, and I was standing there with my autograph book and trying to get all their autographs, mm. he came up to me and said, uh, and he'd been chatting to this rather attractive girl, and uh, I noticed and thought, oh, I think they quite like each other. I was 12. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> as one does. And, uh, Are you and he said, he said uh, is, there an, is there a park around here, kidder? He said, called me kidder. I thought, how do you know my name? No, I didn't. Um, he's, 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 and I said, and I directed him to... to uh, uh, Eel, Eelbrook Common yeah, yeah. around the corner. I said, uh, yeah, there's a bit around there you could go to if you wanted. Are you going to have a snog? I said. And, uh, Did and you he, really? He looked me up and down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was more than snoggery How precocious. involved. I know. How precocious. Yeah, yeah but yeah. We, we can't really talk about that. Yeah, no, we can't. 18, we can't. 18 plus. Chaps, let's have some, uh, yeah. let's have some predictions. Yeah, predictions. Uh, I said 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil to, to the, uh, the Sky Blues. So you think Not we're going to lose? That. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mate, I, I reckon... I've got no idea. We're capable of doing something stupid like beating them. I can see it happening. Yeah, we are. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go one-one. I'm gonna go cautious because I am cautious. Cautious. One-one. Cautious. But I hope we win. I hope we win. I'll settle for one-nil off somebody's bum in the last minute. I'd, I'd love to beat him. I really would. Yeah, can't do one, Chelsea. You going two one? You reckon we're going to do it? Yeah, uh, you're not just saying that. Are you? They haven't no. lost to twenty one games according yeah. to uh, our friend David. Twenty one, two hyphen one. Yeah, two one Chelsea. I tell you what, I hope it's a good game. I hope it's exciting. I hope the crowd get well up for it. None of the you know half asleep antics of last week. Yeah, really go. Everyone's got to be up for the. Coop. We'll be in the pub all day. Premier League. So there's a good chance. What they will? No, we will. Oh, okay. We'll be up for it. We'll <laughs> go for worried. it. Gents, thank you very much for joining yeah, me. Nice Chidge and JK, of course, available via your regular podcast. Provider. Love Sport, 558 AM. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.